Good afternoon, everyone. It's Allie Corman. Ed Carson here with a breakdown of the action for Friday, December 8th, where we saw strength into the close after a little bit of a rocky start and the S&P 500 closing with a milestone today. Yeah, it was a nice, uh, nice finish for the day and for the week. Uh, I want to take a look at a few stocks, Arm Holdings, Microsoft and CRISPR Therapeutics. Yeah, we'll get to those three stocks, but first let's take a look at the major indexes. So the NASDAQ today up almost a half a percent by sessions close. The S&P 500 and Dow up roughly four tenths of a percent apiece today, and the Russell 2000 up some seven tenths of a percent. So we saw, like you said, a, a strong day, a strong week. So what are your thoughts, Ed, on where we're at? Well, we finally, it may not have been on a whole week, but, you know, there was certainly a several day stretch where we actually pulled back, uh, which is nice because we actually sort of had a pullback, not a big one, but we saw some handles form finally. Uh, but, you know, that's good for those stocks. But okay, the NASDAQ comes up, it almost got above it. I got an intraday. I didn't get above last week's high exactly, but, about, but I think it got to a closing high for the year. And the S&P actually did hit a hit an intraday high for the year. So if we can sort of decisively clear here, it sort of suggests maybe we could go on another leg. We know we've taken a break, uh, just sort of like getting up there. Maybe we can maybe move on. And because of that little mini pullback we had in the indexes, we finally had some handles. We've seen some stocks pull back or form handles. And some of those were moving out uh, Thursday, Friday. So maybe an opportunity for people to uh, start adding exposure again. Right. Yeah. And a couple of those we will be taking a look at. And since you mentioned the weekly action, let's just take a look. Let's get that weekly perspective here, Ed. So we had this pullback from July to November, strong month of November, then we paused for a couple of weeks. Now it does look like we are poised uh, to break out of this base. We're right there, yeah. as you were saying. So it's kind of a cup with handle type base here within a larger cup with handle, Ed, it seems like. And there's a reason why we pay attention to the cup with handle pattern. There's not a 100% success rate or anything like that, but it is a bullish pattern throughout stock market history. What are your thoughts on the the cup with handle within the cup with handle? Yeah, I like that. And it's just because, you know, this was a natural place for it to hit resistance. And guess what? As you get to old highs, I mean, the whole mind, mindset is psychology. We like handles because it starts coming down, especially if it's in light volume, it, it shakes some people out. Oh, no, I finally got back to where I bought. Let me get out. And then when it moves higher, everybody's happy. Nobody wants to sell. So that's why we like uh, cup with handles, the the handle within the handle. It does mean, yeah, if we can clear this, it, there would be, yeah, there's some people who bought late to, you know, late uh, 2021 who would still be under, but you're clearing a lot of resistance there. Uh, you could see a move toward those highs at that point. So uh, again, it's not, doesn't mean it has to, we have the Fed meeting coming up. There's always something that can happen, right. but the market keeps on showing a lot of strength it paused. Maybe now it's ready for another nice run. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're, uh, we'll continue to take things day by day and week by week. And so one more thing on the weekly. I know we don't have final volume numbers or anything like that, uh, but this does look like we <laughs> had uh, a pickup in volume for the week, an upside reversal right at around number 14,000 and an outside week too. So all of those things together, it does lean bullish. 
yeah, a lot of positive factors there. Okay, let's take a look at the Dow and the Russell. So here's a look at the Dow. Uh, pretty quiet week all in all, but basically just pausing here after a pretty strong advance over the last number of weeks here. And the Russell 2000 small caps also participating up about 1% for the week with some volatility intra-week, but good to see it holding uh, the bulk of the gains after it blasted above that 200-day line, Ed. Yeah, I mean, small caps certainly aren't leading the market rally, though, uh, but it's nice to see them coming back. There's definitely a lot of signs that breadth is improving. You're seeing that with leadership as well. So another healthy sign for the market. Let's take a look at the 10-year treasury yield. So today's advance coming even though we had a rise in yields, but this is after we've seen yields come off so much, Ed. And as you've pointed out, if we continue to see the deterioration, then that could actually be a bad thing. So it, so it seems like the market didn't, uh, didn't really care or maybe was actually glad to see uh, the fact that we didn't go down further with the treasury yields this week. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, because it's interesting, the markets didn't really rally on falling yields and then they didn't fall on rising yields. So that, that relationship is broken down over the past couple of weeks because it does seem we're no longer worried about inflation and not saying people are panicking about recession, but it's just like, you know, we'd rather not have the economy slow too much. And so today's jobs report, especially if you look at some of the details which weren't as strong, it seemed modest, the underlying trend cooling, but not getting really too cold too fast. Inflation expectations also came down. So there was these, you know, the economic data, you know, it's, I'm not saying it's perfect, but it seemed to be about what people would like to see. Uh, and so I think that's why the market rallied. You know, and the, so this case, you know, the treasury yields did go up this week coming off those lows after that key levels there. But yeah, I, I, I you know, as long as the yields don't rise much from here, I think, I think the market is be pretty happy with this, uh, with the yields and with the economy. Yeah. Well, we can always count on Econ Ed for that <laughs> macro analysis that we always appreciate it. Ed, okay, let's take a look at some sector ETFs. Chips up eight tenths of a percent today, outperforming for the week, also up about eight tenths of a percent by week's close after going tight a couple of weeks. So, Ed, what do we need to be thinking about the chip sector right now? Boy, a lot of things were going well. I mean, AMD was, of course, a big winner. That's one of the top five components. NVIDIA was sort of bouncing back. It's around a buy point. Taiwan Semiconductor, another one. That was flirting around a buy area. Broadcom, it sort of picked up the pace. It's another top five holding. Uh, you know, that sort of moved back above a buy zone. So, I mean, you could say, I'm just going to buy SMH and just let ride this ticket. There wouldn't be a bad thing to go, but it does seem like a lot of those big players are moving up. And there's a lot of others that are setting up and doing well that are in this index. Uh, very positive sign because we always say chips are in every chips are a huge part of the market anyway. And then they're in everything. So if chips are doing well, it's a good sign for the market and chips chips had a good week here. Yeah. And we'll take a look at one soon. Uh, but here's another ETF to look at software also up eight tenths of a percent today. We already saw a breakout to highs for the year for this ETF a couple of weeks back and a continuation of that advance. Definitely the sector to watch, it seems like, Ed, over the last couple of weeks here, especially. And as you mentioned, we finally got a little bit of a pause, uh, maybe not a 
a, a, an enormous pullback by any stretch of the imagination, but at least some sort of pause here after a run or as it's running. Yeah. And so there's some stocks and we'll look at one, but there's some others that formed handles or pauses that are now look a little bit actionable or close to it that really weren't presenting themselves uh, a few days ago. So this was, this was still pretty nice here. Okay, let's take a look at XLI Industrials here, uh, continuing to advance. So looking good as we're seeing participation broaden, as you mentioned, uh, and now testing that high from late August. And XLF Financials participating as well late in the week, up about a half a percent on Friday for the week, off just a little bit, but up a number of weeks in a row here as well. So after you see strength over a couple of weeks or a month plus, seeing just a fractional decline, a very mild, mild pause here, uh, seems like it's not a bad thing at all. No, it's, I think this is great. And there were some things, the rates weren't necessarily conducive for the for the financials, but they held up very well. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let's take a look at ARM. This is ARM Holdings with a nice breakout and a strong close today. When we were looking at this on IBD Live, it I don't even know if it had uh, gotten above its recent highs yet. Maybe it had just started to sneak above the uh, buy. We look at so many stocks throughout the day. It's hard to keep them all straight sometimes. But this one definitely strengthened throughout the day, earning it an RS line blue dot. So underscoring that outperformance. Also volume behind the move today as well, Ed. Yeah, there's a lot of things like this was pretty an obvious breakout. I mean, and, and it gave time too, because you're saying it was definitely well into the market. It was not quite breaking out. So there was definitely opportunities to buy this uh, right around the buy point. Uh, you know, it this is an IPO. It could, it could, you know, while it's not a tiny startup by any means, but you might expect volatility. So this could go back and forth. But nice action here. It had really strong growth in the latest quarter. That is one issue is that how is that going to be maintained? Because you look at the prior quarters, not so much. Is uh, That's often one thing when you have new IPOs. It's like, well, what what is their track record? It's hard to necessarily really feel comfortable. But this was on the road to a three weeks tight and then said, you know what? I'm not going to wait that extra five hours for a three weeks tight. I'm just going to move out. So yeah. uh, this was nice action. Yeah, as you say, the sector is doing well. I know the sector is 78 out of 197, but boy, it doesn't feel like the chip sector is at 78. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of names to look at in this space. Let's now take a look at one of the software leaders. This is Microsoft reversing off of intra-week lows right around the 21-day line and that prior buy point here, Ed. So um, getting a nice move here late in the week, up about nine-tenths of a percent. Didn't have volume on the way up, so that is one thing. But when you are looking at the mega cap tech stocks, definitely an area of strength. And these pullbacks to key moving averages, if traders want exposure to this area, buying on those pullbacks versus breakouts when you're seeing stocks uh, getting extended, it seems like a good way to go. Yeah. I and mean, when this one broke out, I think it was like 11% above the 50-day line that day. And now after, uh, after these several weeks, it's like around six and a half or so, 7%. Yeah, it was like Arnie Gutierrez, a Mark Smith products coach. He was on IBD Live yesterday. He's saying like, yeah, the price and volume action, but some things he's looking for is time. And this is an example of that. 
you've had, it was, it felt extended uh, at that time and it's moved sideways and now it's found support right at the 21 day line. You're finding other stocks finding support at the 21 day line, sometimes below the buy point, sometimes out of the buy zone. But in a good market, this is often a place that's leading stocks will find support at. It seems to be doing that. Uh, so, you know, it, what was looking out of reach three weeks ago now looks now looks reasonable at this time. And, and there's a lot of stocks like this. So you should be looking for those 21 day pullbacks. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Whether it's initiating um, or especially adding to a position for mm -hmm. traders, uh, perhaps who like myself were buying this stock on that 11-1 follow through day with a nice RS line blue dot at that time, uh, took the opportunity to maybe add a couple of shares uh, uh, to the position this week. All right. Let's now go on over to uh, Wild stock today. And that is CRISPR Therapeutics, a, a historic FDA approval for gene editing therapy for sickle cell. But uh, you would think that would have a positive impact on the stock. But I guess this was a sell the news day ad here for CRSP, which had been rallying a lot heading into yeah. today. Yeah, most of that run, obviously the market had been picking up, but it was, you know, several weeks ago, first an FDA panel basically said, wink, wink, we really like this. They didn't vote on it, but it was there. And then the UK actually approved this. And so there was all sorts of, nobody was suggesting this was going to get rejected. So it did seem a classic buy the rumor, sell the news situation. Because obviously, yeah, I mean, if you take the run from, you know, from basically this area, you'd say, yeah, it's been a big victory for CRISPR stock. It's just that, this can happen sometimes. And maybe it'll set up again. Like if you look on a weekly, it doesn't look that bad. Yeah, there's huge volume today, but okay, maybe this sets up another base or just consolidates here. And then after that huge move, then goes out. So I don't think it's done, but it's just, so definitely one to watch because this could be transformational. It's, uh, yeah, that, boy, that was wild. And, and Yeah, it, here's it look at the intraday so chart well. of it. Yeah, five minute chart. It was rallying, uh, pretty significantly heading into the news. Yeah. And so it's just something to be familiar with. You can't be you know, like, if everybody knows it's going to happen, you just don't know what the reaction is going to be. As sometimes there'll be buzz, 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 and then it happens and it really does take off. So, you know, it's not like a guarantee. Then if, if we knew that everybody would just sell ahead of time. But uh, this was just an unfortunate, did hold the 21 day line ultimately. Probably need some time to take a break from all this wild action. But, uh, you know, it's uh, just uh, just be cognizant when you go into big news events like this, that you have to be ready for uh, for what seems like surprising market mm -hmm. reaction. Yeah, very well said there, Ed. Thank you so much. And now let's talk about preparing for the week ahead. What do traders need to be doing? I mean, we always talk about a build up your watch list and they have changed a lot. Now some stocks like Microsoft or, or things like that have that are setting up again. They've pulled back or they've, you know, um, or they're building handles or starting to move out of those things. So you want to be ready for that. Uh, you might be looking to add exposure some more because now if we get into another leg, you could also still be adding, making buys and partially offsetting that with maybe you have some laggards, some stocks that aren't holding up particularly well. So you could do some portfolio management that way, but uh, be looking for those opportunities. It feels like there's that. You have to be flexible if the market doesn't, if tomorrow, if Monday, Tuesday, next week, next month does not work out, you have to respond to that. But right now you should be looking for opportunities maybe to 
incrementally add to exposure that's already probably pretty heavy. Yeah. Some great wisdom there and uh, good reminders that really appreciate it as always. Thanks everyone so much for tuning in. We will be back with more on Monday morning on IBD Live and we hope you join us investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. We will see you there and we'll also see you right back here on Monday after the close. Have a great weekend, everyone. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.